I am really interested to see what all is going to come of um, this because Robin Hood's getting a uh, class action against it. And AOC wants a congressional hearing, which we'll see about that. But a lot of big people are, are going to lose a lot of money tomorrow. The, oh, I'm sorry for bumping my mic. Did AOC, was she talking about a hearing? Like literal action? Lawmakers from AOC to Ted Cruz are bashing Robin Hood over its GameStop trading freeze. Well, she was bashing, but she was saying, I, I fully support a congressional hearing. Oh, yeah. AOC demands probe after Robin Hood up. Bans GameStop. Yeah. So the government is getting involved in the stock market. That's cool. Okay, but the problem is they already were. They just weren't doing it fairly. Because, you know, the, the hedge funds that did this, it's not like they don't manipulate the stock market on a daily basis. The market is made for manipulation. Exactly. That's, that's what it is. They're is just it? mad that they lost now. So what they did was they used their, their leverage, which is stupid amounts of capital, to make Robinhood pull GameStop. So you think that's Robin my Hood that's was... my theory and and dude you know me I'm not Jackson I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No, Ian's that's probably not the most all. sane. Okay, so okay, since we're diving right into it, um thank you for listening to Chess Club. Thank you for hopping into this show. Uh we hope you learned something today. We hope you uh I'm, I'm honestly going to say it. I'm going to say it. Uh this is your trigger warning. After this episode you're not going to be the same person. You're not going to be in the same location in the universe and you might actually learn something uh if you are, are capable of that. Um, Ian, thank you for joining me today. This is Ian. This is my boy. He lives near me, so that's how I know him. <laughs> um, hey there. Yeah. So yesterday, uh, Wall Street had a big, big short squeeze, uh, meaning that Wall Street bets decided they like GameStop, the stock, so they all just bought GameStop. And uh, someone that shorted a stock means that someone is about to make money from the stock going down. So Wall Street Bets, uh, Reddit, pumped GameStop all the way up. So all the people that were supposed to make money on the stock going down, which were generally speaking institutions like hedge funds, they lost a whole lot of money. And the way you short a stock, usually like they probably had the capital, but it's usually through uh, margin. Like you have to borrow the shares in order to short the shares. So they just lost not... They lost a whole bunch of money. Like that's just the fact. Whether it now, was borrowed wait, money or not, they haven't. That's... They haven't lost their money yet, though. Yeah, because a lot of their shorts they come and do on Friday, being tomorrow. Yeah, that is true. So they haven't lost the money yet. So what they're doing is they're doubling down to try and push the stock price down, whereas a bunch of other people are trying to buy more of it to push the stock price up. Hmm. Because when you short a stock on margin and you borrow those shares, you have to at some point buy those shares back. So no. that you can give them back to their owner. Imagine shorting the stock now. I think it's right. a big baller move. I, and probably priced in, so I won't. <laughs> um, uh, priced in, meaning uh, someone has already expected this situation. So someone being, it could be an algorithm. The algorithm could see that. So there's trading algorithms, some new information for the podcast audience. There is such a thing as trading algorithms, meaning that calculations are being done. Like if this stock hits above this certain, if the stock price hits above a certain threshold, the program runs an, an analysis to analyze whether or not it's still overpriced at this point, given any other certain criteria that I may have programmed it to analyze prior. So like most of the market is done through programs. 
I feel like right now the programs would be pricing in a big drop. So even shorting it right now, I think you'd still lose money. Because the premiums would just be beyond the strike price. I would agree that might be possible. Um, the problem, though, is going to be that pricing in is absolutely a thing, but there's a lot of uncertainty because nobody knows what's going to happen. This is a tough one. I mean, even this isn't something that algorithms predict very well because it's driven by people. Well, um, this is Loki like a white swan. <laughs> Yeah, exist. this is a this is a very unique situation. This very is something unique. that happens a lot. What was the last squeeze? I mean, they happen occasionally, but the Tesla the, short squeeze is the only one in recent history. Yeah, it's not common. But there is a word for it, so it's common enough. But it's never been like common enough to like where the uh parties involved are well, it's never been an entire social media platform like Reddit. First of all, which is what the headlines are reading. And That's by extension, true. it's never been us as the victims or, you know, participants of this situation. The other, the other, of course, major issue involving this is that Robin Hood pulled it from their, um, they basically pulled the stock off their platform for buying. You're only allowed to close out positions. You can't open them. So... You have one side that wants the stock price to go up. Anyone who bought the stock wants it to go up. And then anyone who shorted the stock wants it to go down. And then you have a broker with millions of customers who use it, pulling it off. And of course, if you can't buy it and you can only sell it, the price is going to go down. So there's a lot of um, motive for fraud. Um, I haven't seen any evidence, but... It looks pretty damning, to be honest. I think I wouldn't know if this is technical fraud because I don't know the legality of what Robin Hood is doing. <laughs> but there is a class action class action lawsuit. Uh, it's originating in New York, I think. Um, basically, what you just explained, like you can't buy more. You can only sell. And if you're selling, you're making money for the shorts. So Robinhood is giving preference to hedge funds above us Reddit users. I feel like that's where people would find an issue with this. People like AOC who wants to bring this to government's attention. Robinhood is giving preference to big money instead of dumb money. That's absolutely correct. Now, Robinhood's thought process or their defense or, you know, what their public statement is basically doing it because the market has a lot of volatility and Robinhood being for generally more entry level investors, usually more the, the more experienced investors tend to trade towards something else. So Robinhood has a little bit less experienced of a user base and they don't want their less experienced user base going into a pump and dump and losing all their money because that looks bad on Robinhood. But is that, gonna... is that something Robinhood should? Is, do they have any say in that? And should they? I feel like I would want the ability to lose thousands of dollars. Absolutely. So that's the thing is right now, legally, they have the right to do that unless it's for market manipulation reasons. For example, if a hedge fund said, hey, Robinhood, we'll give you, you know, $500,000 or $500 million more likely, to pull GameStop off, push the price down so that we can 
you know, salvage our shorts. That, of course, would be fraud, market manipulation, um, and illegal. The SEC would be able to, you know, punish that. But if Robinhood did it out of the goodness of their heart, then, of course, that is legal. So it's an interesting little dilemma mm. they've put themselves in. So you can't bribe the cop, but if you donate to the police station, the cop might let you off. <laughs> Absolutely, which happens all the time. That's a totally legitimate thing. Mm. So basically just get rich and don't be on the Wall Street bets side of the market. <laughs> well, unless you got in early. I know a lot of people who made you know, significant sums of money mm. on that in a very short amount of time. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of wealth just literally got generated, and what's shocking to me is out of thin air. <laughs> a lot of wealth just got generated out of thin air, which is well, concerning uh, at the very least. Um, optimistic it, at the very most. I don't think it's out of thin air. I think it's right well, out no. straight straight out of the hedge fund. Out of thin they air. They got to pay all these shorts. They got to pay all these positions off. They haven't paid it off yet. So right now there's a lot of debt, but. I think it might get paid off. Well, the stock market isn't a zero-sum game. Um, if you lose a dollar, that doesn't mean, mean someone else made a dollar. Um, so what's baffling to me about, this fa about the fact that this was made out of thin air is I feel like after you break all the numbers down, if there is a way to visualize what just happened, I, I don't think that the shorts lost as much money as was made by... Um, the pumps now there's no basis for this argument at all but i feel like um if regulation does go through uh it'll be okay like okay whatever let's forget about that tangent for a second let's think about what the government could possibly do to you know i guess per put the uh when you know when you're bowling and they put up the little gates so your ball doesn't roll into the ditch yeah how is the Gun government going to do that for the stock market? Because we don't Bumpers. want shorts well, to keep losing money because of Reddit pumps. What a lot of people that I've seen on Reddit, but not on Wall Street bets we're talking about, is just making shorts illegal. Because generally speaking, in this country, we want business to succeed. It's usually better for the country if more businesses are successful. And shorts inherently are about tanking a business. That's your entire goal. Are they about tanking a business or are they about making money on a business that is tanking? You know that that's connected. I do know if that's you, connected. If you, but put it's money, if you put money into a stock, you want that stock to succeed. And that usually means you have some level of confidence in that stock and you might you know, use it. Or delusion. Uh, and I might see that delusion and go like, no way, this is a terrible investment. I'm going to short your position. That's true. But... People are, you know, looking at it as a, if you're, if you are shorting a company like GameStop, because you don't think it has the value that its stock says it's valued at, you know, the price going by, you don't agree with, you think it's too high. A lot of people would say that shorting it is unnaturally pushing the price down. Because if you're a hedge fund and you say, and you put a big short on a company like GameStop and then you go over to CNBC and you say, hey, we think this stock's going to drop. Then the price drops. You make a bunch of money. It might be a little fraudulent. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Manipulation but, of emotions. Is that fraud? I mean, 
it depends. Legally, maybe, maybe not. I'm not a lawyer. But it's a little shady at the very least, I would say. Yeah. And you're also, you know, doing that with a company, you know, worth millions of dollars. I don't know exactly what the market cap of GameStop was before all this happened. But um, it can be, you know, bad for a business to have that much uncertainty around it. And it might be through no fault of its own. I mean, a lot of people have some confidence in GameStop, even aside from the, you know, all this short term stuff. You know, Wall Street bets liked the stock. That's they didn't just push it just to stick it to the man. I mean, eventually it became that. But to start with, they're like, "Hey, GameStop's doing some new things." A they new liked it because it was dropped. a high float stock, which means it's easier to manipulate the price. Like the fundamentals were like GameStop was. I've 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 been hearing about how shitty of a company GameStop is, and shitty meaning like the the price can move. It's not a safe stock. I've been hearing about how shitty GameStop was for like three months on on uh, the trading fraternity, which is where I'm where I learned learned all of my uh, trading stuff. Lincoln somewhere. Um, I've heard about GameStop being a shitty stock. The reason Wall Street bets picked GameStop is because the fundamentals uh, literally made it the perfect like little angel stock for wall street bets to pump okay but also keep in mind the ceo just made a partnership with microsoft there was a new console drop and in the history gamestop always does better when there's new console drop there is legitimate reasons so to pick yeah gamestop under price it has some stuff going for it underpriced um, equals not safe i feel right and now you know it's through the moon 200 for gamestop is fucking ludicrous absolutely insane there's no way it should be that high but i mean it's kind of like tesla right now there's a lot of people holding on to it because it has value not inherent in its market analysis it has value inherent to the fact that we all used to go there as kids i i personally don't like gamestop bro they've tried to short me too many times so like I, i i i'm actually following this logic gamestop has shorted me too many times Therefore, I hate Reddit because Reddit clapped the shorts, the people that were shorting GameStop, the people that were getting revenge on my behalf. So actually, the point of this episode is that you should boycott Reddit because if you're not boycotting Reddit, you're supporting GameStop. I guess that's one way to look at it. <laughs> um. <clears throat> What do you think the, um, I guess, fallout is going to look like? Great question. AOC, she wants a uh, congressional hearing. That's going to bring in some uh, attention on the scene if it does go through. Of course, AOC does ask for a lot of things, some of which definitely don't pan out. But if she gets her congressional hearing, it's going to bring a lot of attention, both on Robin Hood and on probably Wall Street bets as well, and also Wall Street you know, the hedge funds speaking. on Wall Street itself. Yep. So if that does go through, there's probably going to be a lot of information that we don't know yet. We don't have all the details. I'm curious to see if there's any connection between Robinhood and those hedge funds because the action that they took, they have a defense for it, but honestly, it looks a, it looks a lot like collusion to me. And I'm not generally the type to jump on that bandwagon. I don't even have any money in GameStop. It's not like I lost anything. It just looks pretty shady. Yeah. 
You you put it in a really great way. I usually like every all my listeners know that I'd never put the tinfoil hat on. But like as soon as you said Microsoft and GameStop, I, I kind of had this click moment where I'm like, okay, okay. So rumor mill went wild and then that's what happened. So why are they trying to save short positions? And I'm like, Microsoft, Bill Gates, obviously Biden is behind this. What just happened? Biden election. What they don't want us to talk about? The Biden election. Obviously, GameStop is a cover up story. Listen harder, folks. That's sad. Oh, this um show is all satire. I'm gonna edit this into the beginning of the episode. Um, all of this that we're about to talk about is satire and definitely not financial advice. We're not lawyers, we're not tax professionals, we're speculators. So if you want to lose money, aka gamblers. Yes, we're gamblers. <laughs> Don't go to the casino, because then you're playing against the house. You want to be the house. Wait. Dude, if we're gamblers, if Reddit is gamblers and we're gambling on GameStop, does that mean AOC is pro-casinos, pro-gambling? Does that mean there's going to be new legislation for DraftKings in uh, what state is she from? California? You know, I hadn't really thought about it that way, but, you know, I wouldn't mind if, like, every house had, like, a little mini casino in it and you could just go in there and just... Every time your friend invites you over, you're like, hold on, I got to I gotta gamble away 20 bucks real quick and then I'll come hang out, you know? And you could use that to fund healthcare. See? Healthcare for all. AOC, that's, that's my suggestion. Oh, you know what started trending uh, at five in the morning today? Citadel Hedge Fund. Aha! Uh-huh. Citadel's got a connection with Robinhood. The literally related search topic is GameStop. <laughs> uh, um... Short. So the question is, who hates Citadel? Because why are they the ones getting their neck stuck out? Who put their name out? Pickle Rick. Dude, Citadel of Ricks. Uh, have you seen Rick and Morty? Yeah, of course. Dude, you remember the Citadel of Ricks episode, right? Yeah. Clearly, I don't want to draw like lines between periods that aren't even you know on the same plane. But if there's anything that's plainly clear, it's that the Citadel of Ricks was an establishment type figure. And I feel Citadel hedge fund establishment type figure on wall street. So if you're, if you're long GameStop, then you're definitely pro Rick and Morty. I feel like those two connections are not absurd to make that I just deduced that games that Reddit users like Rick and Morty from the fact that a hedge fund is called Citadel. You're so smart. Who I'm knew s- that Reddit users like Rick and Morty? <laughs> like who, who would have known? That's crazy. Never would have thought of that. Honestly, I'm here to teach the intellect. I've grown abundant with it and I'm just trying to be humble with my talent. <laughs> yeah. Just spread it around, man. Give it to everybody. The more people who know, that yes, you can make money with the stock market as long as you, you know, don't try to fight the powers that be. It's okay for you to make 50 cents as long as they're making a dollar. If you try to make a dollar 50, they're shutting it down. <laughs> um, speaking of low key, like too smart, basically, um, we just recorded 20 minutes and uh, that file ended up. <laughs> Working, but just record and I can edit whatever out. But do you want to touch on anything specifically? Um, 
I don't know. Right now we've talked a lot about what is going to happen or what did happen. Do you want to touch on what you think should happen? Or are you not really the opinion type? Are you more facts or? Um, no, I'm a, I'm an opinionated person. Um, literally, I'm like, none of this is like, I, I haven't like, the only opinion I've concretely like established in my head right now is I don't want too much government involvement because the set of rules right now has been the same set of rules the entire time that I've learned the stock market and I don't want to learn any more rules or how to finesse any more systems. Like I just want to follow the rules that I've learned and just play by those rules because those are the rules that I know how to play by. I just don't want the government to interfere and like fuck anything up for me. <laughs> But strictly recording this for the fact that like there's a lot of uh, trends around this subject right now. So if it's published within a couple hours, it might be more relevant to the algorithms. True. Um. Oh, I did want to mention this since everybody that's listening to this is probably from like the Reddit's. Um, GHIV was a SPAC. It's a special acquisition company, meaning okay. that somebody establishes this and then that company. Uh, so this is a shell. We still need to find the crab. The What's crab, it called? Uh, well, it, it, this already happened, but it's um, GHIV was the ticker symbol for the special acquisition company, which is the shell. Uh, this company goes around another company and it basically absorbs it. So it's like a, a shell right, company. I know, I know what a shell company is. Uh, I was Not you, like for the audience. <laughs> anytime oh. i'm over explaining something it's probably because i'm assuming my audience is dumber than they really are but better safe than sorry of course better to explain i might have missed the part where you said we were recording again <laughs> oh no i just i, I was recording because anytime yeah i i'm recording sorry okay basically this company is going to be buying um the number one wholesale mortgage lender like they're going to be buying a mortgage company that owns mortgages, I guess. So they're collecting interest on a whole lot of property loans. So I bought them and the merger went through and now I'm just holding them. I strongly suggest you don't follow anything I do financially speaking. I'm just letting you know what I'm doing. Um, what I'm doing is I'm buying GHIV. I'm just buying this uh, give stock. So if, if you're interested in giving, um, I know you're interested in giving me your watch time, so I'm just going to give you something back. It's this ticker symbol GHIV. That is my most recent purchase. Uh, don't buy that, obviously. It's a SPAC. That's, come on. <laughs> don't buy that. But that's the thing I bought. Um, that's it's, all. Not even, it's, it's not even on Robinhood, interesting. Oh, no, it's been renamed. Uh, so I bought it when it was GHIV. I just don't remember the new ticker symbol. On Yahoo Finance, it's still GHIV. <laughs> Uh, look at my TD. As of January 21st. Okay, so that's old. It's UWMC. UWMC. Interesting. But just, um, I just wanted to throw that in there. You listened to 20 minutes, bro. Like, you gave me like a third of an hour's wage for nothing. I appreciate that. Appreciate all of my audience. So that is the new position I'm opening. <laughs> it's a small position. But one worth for the records, I think. <laughs> um, but shoot, we're at like 25 minutes. We got like 
five minutes if you want to leave anybody with the message. Well, I got a, I got a quick one for him too. Um, NCNA, if you haven't taken a peek yet, it's at a pretty good price right now. And me and the group that I run with, uh, we, we've, uh, we've taken a little interest in it. It went up, it went down a little bit, and uh, it's going to go back up. <laughs> when, though? When? I would say short term, honestly. What's it going to go? Is she, well. So it went up to about, it's at like 560 right now. It hit a peak and it went down. And um, it's going to shoot back up past seven, I would say. You're probably looking at, I think you could get like 30%-ish. You said it could go past seven? I think it's probably going to sit. I think it's going to go back up to seven, and then that's going to be your point to hop off again. Um, that's going to be its double peak, and I don't know if it's going to break past that, but it, you know, now's the time to get in. What do they do? Uh, so it's a, um, it's a technology platform uh, for like cancer treatment. And mm. <laughs> also, you know what I've been looking at? Which one's that? Uh, I've also been looking at, you know me. I like to make my money and I like to keep my money. You know? Yeah, you like to hold on to things. I like to uh it depends. You I like to spread it around. Well uh, no, I don't get me wrong. I love to be a funnel because the bigger the funnel, the bigger the the flow, obviously. Um I love to like make money pass through me and move on to, you know, other means of power. But you know me, I don't like to lose value, is what I should have said. Um Right. <clears throat> So low key, I have been looking at, you know, alternate methods of wealth storage and what pops up, uh, in my feed, at least my algorithm, um, Dogecoin. Yeah. We've <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. We really believe in a uh, digital security here at chess club. So we're going to be opening up a position in Dogecoin, which, uh, an unlimited amount of which can be printed on like unlike its competitors such as bitcoin and ethereum dogecoin is a meme unlike its competitors bitcoin and ethereum um dogecoin is cheap unlike its competitors bitcoin and ethereum i honestly don't see how this can go wrong if there's any satire you should take too seriously it's the fact that i'm opening a position in dogecoin it's been around for a while it's so it's tried and tried and true yeah i i i respect it i respect it um, Elon Musk endorses it. It's going to be the future currency of Mars. Uh, we're going to oh, be trading. Okay. Yeah, what? One hundred Doge coins is worth one Doge. Wow. Shibe and Ooze are the master race, after all. It's not dolphins. It's not humans. It's Shibes. <laughs> or am I pronouncing that right? Shibe or is it Shiba? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I like wolves, anyways.
So basically, well, I guess I guess we've uh, we've drifted pretty uh, pretty far, far around the whole map here. Yeah. My question for you would be, if you had to guess on where this uh, the the um. The fuss about GameStop. Where do you think that stock ends up in a month from now? Um, in a month? I don't know about a month specifically because I know the government is extremely slow. Like on a big level. I'm more concerned with the long-term effects of today. Like meaning today is not the dumpster fire that it will be, but it is a spark. Because there's a problem... <laughs> Right now, I can make like some like $10,000 by selling a house I don't even own by being a, a middleman. Right. I can I can make a couple a couple dollars by selling a car I don't own by being a middleman. If I can sell a stock I don't own, what's the difference between a dealership for cars, a dealership for houses and a dealership for stocks? There isn't a difference. It's a brokerage, a dealer when you go into Robinhood, you're just looking at contracts. If you're only trading options and you're successful, then you're just a glorified insurance salesman. That's just what it is, factually speaking. My concern with long-term is uh, insurance salesmen aren't exactly you know, the cream of the crop of human society. Car salesmen aren't exactly the cream of the crop. And the guy that's taking $10,000 off of your house price isn't exactly your friend. He's just a commission earner that brought you a deal. So what I'm concerned well, with, not, not exactly, with, with real estate is different because with real estate, it's a little bit more personal. Like I might not mind giving 10 racks to this like 20-year-old that could use 10 racks because the house is a good deal to me anyways. He gets the, the 10,000 before the, the house even reaches my, my eyes. But The other thing I would keep in mind when you say that though is you you can say they're not the cream of the crop but they're also people doing jobs yeah they're people doing jobs that's my point like is the, will the government make this more or less viable the stock market because the only reason i'm in it is because nobody else is not that's not the only reason like you know there's money here because there's people that don't understand that there's money here well and so when you're dealing with options, it's a little bit different. But for a lot of people, when you're selling and buying stocks, you can make money off of them in part when other people don't know what they're doing. One, in, in big part to that. Yeah. So if you, if you do a little bit of research, you can outperform you know, the people who don't do their research. So it is, it is, in a way, kind of like a job. Yeah. The difference, though, is you can also lose money doing nothing wrong, which most jobs, you, it, it's not really a thing, generally speaking. Yeah. There are some jobs like that, but the majority of jobs, you just collect a paycheck. So there's the higher risk, but there's also the higher reward. Mm -hmm. And the other, the other important thing is that you have to have capital put up. You, know, you don't need capital to work at Walmart. You don't even have to buy a uniform. They give it to you. Yeah. you know? Whereas in the stock market, if you only have $5, you're not going to make enough money to live off of unless you get incredibly lucky. Whereas if you have $100,000 and you put it in the stock market, even if you're just, you know, pretty um, cautious with it, you can still make enough money, you know, to, to live off of. 
So if you if if you have capital, you have more options. And I don't mean op yeah, I probably should have picked a different word there. <laughs> you have more opportunities. More opportunities. Yeah, that's a better word. Um here's here's I think you've helped me conclude my final thought. I think that any sort of regulation at this current point in the dumpster dumpster fire will be beneficial for us in the short term. But I feel like if we're like I'm personally like pretty serious about the stock market. Like I I'm a slow learner, very slow, <laughs> but like I do learn and I do know that like the, the best strategy is long term equity like holding. What my concern is is that the government will implement something that will um burn the hedge funds uh because the government is really for the people like as, as i'm assuming that it's going to be on like a big platform and corruption will be very uh magnified if there's any so i doubt there will be any in terms of passing legislation for wall street but like if they're going to be passing legislation that's like crippling not crippling like you know limiting hedge funds Eventually, I'm trying to be in a position that a hedge fund is in, maybe not at the same scale, but in the same position where most of my equity is like big numbers inside of owning a company. Like that's the safest measure. That's what I'm striving for. My concern is the government will make that harder to strive for. Not impossible to reach, just harder to get to that level. That's a that, that's an admirable goal. You know, that's a... Um... A safe position, which is what you have been preaching since uh, you started it all. Yeah, protect your assets. Got a castle. Let's go. Got a castle. Always castle. Except for when it's not the best. Except for when it's not the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be the chess that's, is great, man. I love chess. That's so funny because the typical, like, always caster is never going to know about that position that you shouldn't castle in. Exactly. Like, it's it's one of those you have to you have to play by the rules until you know the rules, and when you know exactly. the rules, you know when to break them. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Yup. We we tell you we tell you to follow the rules if you don't know the rules. You know if if you already know, then what are you listening for? Yeah, you already know. Go go pump GameStop. Go pump. Exactly. Genius. Exactly. Go pump GameStop. Make some money and get out when you know is the right time. Yeah. But if you don't know, then be careful because you don't know, and then you're gonna lose your house. Exactly. And then who's gonna feed your kids? Hey, and you your don't even have to. Boyfriend's gonna feed your kids. <laughs> that, wouldn't that be a shame? <laughs> um, you know, you don't have to lose. You don't have to own a house to lose a house. All you have to do is own like a thousand dollars in a trading account and lose all of it because that is a potential house. That they don't want me saying things like this. They want me to say, yeah, um, pawn center immediately move your queen out to the center. Um, they want me talking all this shit that'll make you take dangerous positions i'm not gonna do that because i respect my audience because my audience listens harder <laughs> ian yes sir i'd like to thank you for joining me and providing company to my audience of course i'd like to thank you for inviting me on your intellect is always very much appreciated i love how you're so uh complimentary of all of your guests i much appreciate that of and, course uh, it's not facetious or sarcastic of course not. All right. Thank you. Um, audience, make sure to hit that like uh, button that makes me look better in the algorithm. And as always, listen harder. Listen harder. <laughs>